0: Welcome to the Next Level Life Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, qualified business and life coach, e profiler and speaker. The Next Level Life Podcast is all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast
1: and Happy New Year. I cannot believe that 2017 is over and we have just embarked on a brand new year. Now, I hope 2017 was amazing for you as it was for me, but I've taken this opportunity to ask a friend to join me on this podcast the other day we did a facebook live and it was super fun so i would like to welcome my friend and fellow coach miss kirsten morrison thank you christine thank you for having me i'm super excited to kickstart the year with you thank you so much it has been amazing to have someone alongside me for this journey of this year it's been an incredible year and i hope it's been the same for you tell me a little bit about what 2017 was for you Uh, So 2017 for me, I actually
2: started the year in America, which for me had been the end goal and the epitome of what I thought was going to change and shape my life. I have literally wanted to go there since I was about seven years old when I told my mum that I was going to pack my bags and move to LA, Um, which I guess in some ways I did. But I had that as something that was calling me forward that I thought was going to changed my life. I don't know how to explain it, but I just always knew that there was something there for me. So at the end um, of the year before, I had gone over there and really stepped into that experience, which had scared me because I had kind of put all my eggs in that basket of, if this doesn't work out, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I had really pinned a lot of hopes on that that experience and it didn't disappoint. It wasn't what I expected, but um, it did really Uh, show me the world through new eyes and give me the opportunity to really have the space to figure out who I was and what I wanted and even though I didn't really know the direction I was headed in, I was starting to get a clear idea of what I didn't want and a few little breadcrumbs of the direction that I wanted to head in and in that experience as well I really realised that I wasn't the person that I could be and I wasn't The foundation for the vision and goals that I knew was possible for myself, but I just hadn't got a clear understanding of. Mm. So for me heading into 2017, the aim was really just to become the best version of myself and to really commit to my personal growth and invest in myself. And that's really what I did. And it turned out to be one of my favorite years yet.
1: Yeah. Awesome. And isn't that funny how you have these big hopes on this one goal, and then when it doesn't work out exactly the way you want it, it's kind of like, huh, now what? Yet, with hindsight and looking back, because that was obviously the beginning of the year, what did that shape for you to turn this into your favourite year? I think it
2: just made me realise, I guess, that not every opportunity is going to look exactly the way you planned for. Um, but it had also given me the space to really create uh, joy in my life and have, have an understanding of where I needed to step into so I think it was the first time that I really understood that and over there I have a lot of friends that are really just living their purpose and their highest passion and For me to see them living their success every single day um, and and knowing without a doubt that that's what they were there for, um, I really got an understanding that I didn't have that yet and that's what I wanted to commit to finding out. So Mm. it was really just a a huge moment of awareness and um, the experiences that I had over there as well sort of shaped um, me into realising that service was where my heart was at and that was what my calling was, but I just didn't have a, a clear picture of that. So for me... Yeah, that whole experience just set me up to come home and really dive in to myself. And that was something I think I'd probably been avoiding as well. Um, So to actually come back and take myself on and invest in myself was huge. And that was basically what I did from the moment I got home and I had actually growing up really not connected to Australia or my home but what I realized was that I actually wasn't connected to myself Mm. because when I came home nothing had changed but I had and it no longer was felt like a weight tying Mm. me back or holding me back like I had gone out and I had achieved that experience that I had always dreamed of and I felt that that I had accomplished that and yes it didn't turn out the exact way I wanted but it turned out the exact way that I needed and it was so powerful then for me to come back and realize that the work came from within and that happiness is an inside job so mm, for me so true. that was where my whole life changed was becoming the container for what has transpired for the rest of the year and becoming aware that that's where the work needs to start. It's inside. It's not all the external things. It wasn't America. It wasn't all of these things that I'd placed as external importance. It was actually creating that relationship and foundation within myself.
1: And that's huge. Like for that realization to happen, not everyone's going to have an experience like that, that that's that one goal of I'm just going to go and do this because this is what I really want and then it not work out and you'd be able to have that awareness. Had you done any self-work before to be able to reach
2: that? A little bit. I had, you know, looked into personal development books and, you know, had followed some people online and, you know, motivational quotes, affirmations, that sort of thing. But I hadn't really ever done any hardcore personal development. I'd done no courses, no seminars, mm. nothing like that. Um, so it was sort of very surface level stuff and in, in holding myself accountable as well. You know, I think sometimes, you know, you can only read so many books before mm. you actually start to implement them. So yeah, totally. for me, it was it was more like knowledge. I hadn't actually dropped down into embodying that or having that on a cellular level. It was just all brain, Outside. And, brain and knowing. And yeah, it was until I sort of had, had that experience and came back and started stepping in the ring properly um, that that was when it all started to make sense and a lot of the things that I had learned along the way through books and that sort of learning started to really make sense and I was like oh
1: that makes so much more (laughs) sense now that I actually have experienced that. Yeah and it's interesting because now like you saying that I reflect on my younger years when I, I did the same thing I was like I went out. I was living in a small country town and was like, there's got to be more. Mm. And I literally packed up my bags and was like, I don't know when I'll be back. And I went and I worked on cruise ships overseas and loved every minute of it. And then I did the same thing, got home and nothing had changed. It Mm. was like, I don't fit in here. I don't know what I'm doing Mm. and decided then I was going to move from Melbourne to Queensland Mm. and did the same thing here. And then it was like, well, okay, so what now? And so it was all about looking externally. I was like, well, I need this better job and I need this better car and I need this, I need to buy a house now. Like all of the things that society tell you of what is going to make you happy and to be able to, you know, have that, it was all external. It was all that focus externally of what, I thought was going to make me happy and it wasn't until I started to do the work inside and really look at myself and what what was making me happy and to find my purpose I think yeah you're totally right in the way that when you start to actually do the work and look internally that's when the external things don't even matter anymore Mm. that you just get past that and go "I'm, I'm here to serve and I've I've been able to Work on myself to become the person that I want to become, and I want to help other people do that too. Mm. So that's huge. Like, I know I don't want to um, diminish your experience at all. It's more about that's that realization of knowing that mm. even though that didn't work out, it worked out exactly how it was supposed to.
2: Yeah, exactly. And you know, when you are in a space of happiness and uh, committing to yourself, you know, it's just like a practice. It's just like going to the gym you know you are in the sort of like spiritual and emotional gym when you actually do make that a habit and a practice and commit to yourself the the things that you previously thought might have been mundane are suddenly incredible and extraordinary Mm. like every day becomes what previously took a trip to america to experience that level of joy like things that i was looking for that were the big hits or the big experiences or like you're saying, the house, house, the car, you know, it was, you know, for me, like, you know, sometimes it's just going out in the yard in the morning can bring that much joy because that's the commitment that I've made. And and that's what... It's a choice that you make. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's just life changing.
1: So have there been any things that you've changed on a day to day basis that have have enhanced the year for you? Like obviously daily habits and understanding there's different daily things that you can find joy in, Mm. but... Is there anything, like, when we talk about creating, like, I think we have talked about this ourselves before, um, about how we both walked into the year, and we didn't know each other at the beginning of the year, like, so I just (laughs) want to point that out. We actually only met in June, right? Was it June? Yeah. Yes, it was June, or May. May or June. And we both reflecting on 2017 we both came into the year with really strong intentions of making it a development year mm. and making it an investing in ourselves and really doing the work and um, walking in with the with the intention of what we wanted to create for the year mm. is there anything else that you found that has made an impact for the year like what have you done that's really helped for someone who's listening to this going well I want to make this year my year mm. what have you done that's created that for you
2: I would say the biggest thing for me, and I did a post on Instagram about this, is what are you consuming that's consuming you? Everything that I was engaging with previously, like before this year, was content and experiences that weren't really serving my growth. So, Such as? You know, like trashy reality TV shows, which are fine. I still like dabble in those occasionally. You've got to have your vice, But, (laughs) you know, if that's all you're watching and, you know, if you're only listening to commercial radio and you're only absorbing these messages that aren't really serving you um, it can really consume you and mm. it's a huge distraction so for me probably the biggest thing this year um, in the early stages when I was implementing the change was you know switching instead of listening to music or radio in the morning it was switching and listening to podcasts or audiobooks so that I was or you know um, Esther Hicks rampages things like that where I was actually receiving information that was for my growth um, and then when I was coming home I was maybe watching more content in alignment with that rather mm. than so much TV Um, changed my social media feed, you know, instead of following, you know, people that maybe was leading me into comparison, it was leading, I changed it to people that were giving me contribution and and inspiring me um, into the direction that I wanted to head. So for me, definitely that was huge, was shifting the content that I was consuming, um, you know, committing to, you know, reading more books, that sort of thing. Um, Morning routine was huge. I always had a story that I was not a morning person, so I would just get up you know, slam some breakfast down and run out the door, and that rushing really sets your day oh, up. Oh, ruins it! It ruins it. Right. So, how how you start your day is is how I feel like you mean to in. in- intend to to finish it so um, creating a a slower practice in the morning like getting up moving my body dropping into gratitude um, you know just sort of grounding and centering and really being in my body and and starting the day with a sense of calm has been huge because I feel energized and ready to tackle the day Um, so that was huge as well Um, and then also I think just surrounding yourself with like-minded people because you really can't make huge life changes alone I think a lot of us try and do it alone but having the support and accountability of people that understand you and are on your journey is invaluable so for me it was diving into you know Facebook groups to connect you know with people That understood me and my journey and that's obviously how we came to connect was doing a program with other women who Mm. were on a similar you know conscious enterprise journey so that was huge for me as well Is just realizing I think sometimes especially when you start out on your personal development journey it can feel very isolating Mm. when you're stepping away from what you've always known and sometimes the people around you don't understand that so it can be really important to to get people around you Mm. that really are going to commit to
1: cheering you on there's some really key things there. And I think I've done very similar with surrounding yourself with the right people, understanding what you're like, you're allowing into your brain. So what you're seeing or hearing on a daily basis Mm. is creating your world, your reality. And I think I did the same thing where I, you know, took away the the radio and turned it to podcasts. And um, obviously, which then led me into my podcasting journey Mm. right through to, I don't watch a lot of TV anymore. Mm. I really choose exactly like if I'm going to have downtime and I want to feel like I want to, you know, slouch on the couch, then I will actually put on a movie that I know is good for me, or I will mm. put on something that I actually want to intend on watching, which isn't going to be full of ads or mm. the news or, you know, a current affair or whatever it's going to be that mm. actually just brings you down. And the same thing with Instagram, I went through and culled. Instagram posts if they didn't make me feel good then I unfollowed the person. Mm. Because you've got to be choosy on what you allow into your brain. Mm. And you know, I used to watch a lot of crime shows and I used to watch a lot of, you know, scary movies and I just think, well, that's actually triggering a fear response mm. in your brain. So there's actually no need for it. And if, you know, if that's your thing and you love, love watching it, that's great, as long as it doesn't continuously bring a lot of fear into your realm. Because mm it's difficult to turn uh, we all have the fear switch in our mind because it's part of our core part of our brain but if you're constantly triggering it then your brain doesn't know how to not sit in fear so that was a huge understanding for me this year as well that mm. yeah content and what you're what you're um, experiencing on a day-to-day basis creates your reality so
2: mm. and when you're looking at those sort of things all day every day your brain begins not to know what's real and what's not yeah. you know it can be really hard to discern what an Instagram life is like we know that obviously people are putting their highlights up but it can be really difficult to discern when that's all you're seeing so Mm. that's huge and also I think in in shifting that content you're consuming almost unintentionally it helps create and shape your language that you're using within yourself which is huge you know I think shifting my language um into more of uh you know a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset was huge as well it was just because you know you're Thoughts become words. Your words become things. So you're really shaping your reality with with the things that you're speaking out. So for me, being really aware of what I was saying and the intention behind them also mm. was quite huge. So we both talked about
1: investing in ourselves this year, and I know that we've done um, quite a lot, Not quite a lot, <laughs> <laughs> um, like more think, than more
2: than the average. <laughs> yeah, like I
1: worked it out earlier in the year that I was spending $10,000 on personal development this year and I get yeah. every dollar well spent. Yeah, exactly. And with that in mind that I went in with I'm going to go all in. Mm. Like this is not... Not gonna spend the money and go half assed. It was Mm. just if I'm gonna spend this money it's gotta be worthwhile and I'm Mm. gonna make sure that I go all in. And like I know we both did Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins and we both did um, Conscious Boot, um sorry, Boot Camp and there's a lot of other things that we did along the way. Mm. Is there any major one that or anything that you took away from one of the one of the programs that you did this year that was really transformational.
2: Oh yeah um, so in when I came back from America, the f- I actually had booked it in America um, was the Bridge Experience with Alexi and Preston Smiles and that workshop changed my life like not to not not even over exaggerating it really 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 changed my life and that was at the start of the year so um I had been following both of them online for a long time and i really loved their content and I think I walked into that space thinking that I was just going to go to a seminar and get really motivated take some notes and that's so not what the experience is I'm not really (laughs) going to give it away but it's very um very full-on experience in in interacting yeah in an amazing way but like it really, really really opened my eyes to myself in a whole new way. I just really saw myself clearly for the first time and I released a lot of energy around the stories that I had been holding on onto um, within my body that I, I didn't even realise that you're storing mm. those stories and those beliefs and that energy and those experiences within your body. So for me, it was just this huge release and it was really the first time that I, A really felt truly joyful that sounds crazy because I'm 32 this year but it was the first time that I really 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 experienced true joy for the first time and it was the first time that I really felt like I could overcome that I'm not enough story that had run my life for so long and also within that experience of seeing the transformations that people were having I was like this is what I want to do I want to give the gift that I now feel to as many people as possible so that was actually the weekend that I discovered my purpose and realized that I wanted to step into coaching so I really can't um, talk that experience up any anymore like they're just amazing humans and have really changed the game for me and I've done heaps more things with with both of them Mm. this year and yeah every single every single cent I've spent has been a huge, huge 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 investment and it's just been so worth it it's yeah and I think like similarly to you I think coming into this year investing in myself was a new experience for me I'd never done that before and I had a story that you know I couldn't afford it and you know had you know all these barriers coming up but I just thought to myself if I can't afford it now I'm never going to be able to afford it and if I don't make these changes now then every single year going forward this is going to be the same place that I'm in like this has got to change now Mm. and so I just made it happen
1: yeah That's also very yeah very much so. Um, So, when you think about the lessons that you've learnt throughout this year, what lessons do you feel that you would like to take with you into twenty eighteen? I would definitely say
2: that the biggest lesson that I have received this year is that action is the antidote to fear. Um, That was something I think that was clearly missing from every other year is that I had gone into with you know a list of goals or intentions um, that read more like a bucket list I just you know overcomplicated it and just made it huge and I had thought that I was going to do everything I'd ever wanted to do in my whole life in that one year um, and sort of set myself up to fail Um, but I despite whatever I'd put down I wasn't really actually taking the aligned committed action to make it possible so For me, I've realised that action is where it's at. Like, you can't, like, you're always going to think you can't do it until you do it. So Mm. for me, that was huge this year, was just actually finally stepping into the things that I always wanted to do but was afraid to do. And in every single time that I proved myself wrong, that I'm not enough story, just let go a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. So for me, I would say that that is the biggest lesson um, of this year. And also that setting a foundation and a relationship with yourself is absolute key in any sort of success that you want to have moving forward. Like you really have to start with yourself and lay that foundation before anything's possible.
1: Mm. And really have to commit to honoring your own word. Like so much of the things that have happened in the past, I, or the reasons why I haven't achieved something is all down to me. Mm. And you will have experienced that as well, right? Like Mm. you literally come to the point where you just like you, you give up on yourself. Mm. So, understanding and I teach this with my clients a lot of the time is that understanding where your quitting comes from mm. and knowing that you can change that. Yeah. So, if you recognize it and you're aware of what your quitting sounds like, what it looks like, and it could be that, you know, simple th- and people think it's this big thing of, oh my god, I quit. Mm. It's really not. It's mm. literally Oh, I can't be bothered yeah or I'll do it tomorrow mm. oh, I'm so tired I need oh. to start on
2: a Monday so I'll wait till next week that was a huge jump right? for me I need a new I'm week stuck. to start my look the first
1: of <laughs> January I'm going to start like, yeah. and that's the thing is that you know you can start at any time any day of the night any day or night yeah. but honouring what you say you're going to do not for anybody else but for yourself Mm. like I think it's one of the biggest things and you know we talk about limiting beliefs of I'm not good enough or um, you know I'm never going to be good enough or any Mm. of those types of beliefs that hold us back it's all comes down to honoring your own word yeah and if you are aware of the thoughts that you're having that are holding you back that's where the biggest change and the biggest growth can happen Mm. and i think that's where my biggest growth has happened this year like one of my biggest things was um was health this year where i was not at my at my weight that i wanted to be at i had been hiding for many years and i had constantly given up on myself when it came to my health and it wasn't even a priority like i remember doing i remember reading tony robbins's book um It might have been Unleash the Power Within, Mm. but I read like a couple of years ago and there's an activity that you do in there and you write down your your values Mm. and health wasn't even on my list. Yeah, wow. And I (laughs) had that realisation like, why is health not important to me? Mm. And, you know, whether it was because I was young or whether it was, you know, what, for whatever reason I had let it fall by the wayside. And so mm. this year I was like, no, this is not happening anymore. Mm. I was always yo-yo dieting. I was always, um, you know, putting off the exercise and all that types of things. And then this year I was like, no, this has to stop. And it all came down to my thoughts. Mm. So I was every day analyzing what thoughts am I having that is causing me to quit? Mm. Where am I? not showing up for myself? Where am I letting myself down by believing the crap that I'm telling myself? Mm. And that's where I feel like the biggest growth has happened for me. I was being able to go, okay, so even in my business, like it was every aspect of my life that I was really analyzing and becoming aware of those thoughts and being able to look at them and go – well, that one's not serving me. That's not useful. That's mm. not keeping me positive. That's not actually helping me step in and take action. Mm. And a lot of the time it's where the action happens, right, is that yeah. you actually tell yourself, I can do this. Mm. Or you go, I'm going to give it a go anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's all down to what you think is possible. Yeah. And when your thoughts are telling you otherwise, it leads you down a different path.
2: Yeah, and I think a lot of times um, we're afraid of actually facing off with our own shit, and that's kind of how we're not – willing to make progress is because we actually don't want to avoid the things that we deem as bad or negative about Mm. ourselves. So even just reframing that for me, um, I think, you know, I had probably avoided my own shit for a really long time, Um, but in changing the way that I perceived uncovering things about myself that were maybe ineffective or not serving me. Um, I was more like, oh, wow, that's interesting. I like, became mm. curious about it um, and almost made it like a little game. And I had in my Instagram bio for a while, like spiritual scientists. And that's kind of what I envisioned. It was like, you know, you're like looking at it from like a bird's eye view. You're like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Where did that come from? And Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, it's not always comfortable to lean into those spaces. But like on the other side of that awareness of why you do certain things or where it comes from Mm. is the power to change
1: and also too it's not an opportunity for you to beat yourself up
2: no don't make it mean anything about you that's the thing it's Mm. just interesting and it's like everyone has their own shit and it comes from somewhere and wherever it comes from we're then sort of attracting experiences that validate that belief Um, so yeah I think just understanding that it doesn't mean anything about you but it can change but you need to be aware of it before you can change it mm. and, I and think, make a new choice
1: yeah a hundred percent and I think too like so many times we think you know we have these beliefs or we have these things about ourselves that give us the opportunity to have a pity party mm. and we get out in our little victim mode and we're like what about poor me what ha- mm. you know this happened and it's oh my god it's so much drama and it's getting past that and deciding that that's not okay anymore or Mm. that doesn't serve you it gets you nowhere Mm. and for many years like we were talking about this earlier for many years like I delved into the drama Mm. you know because I thought that that was giving me what I needed that Mm. I wanted to feel important and I wanted to experience significance and for me that's what the drama helped support that yeah so being able to be aware of you don't sometimes don't even need to know where it comes where it came from but you need to be Open to the opportunity to change. Yeah. Because if you are not, it's like you can lead a horse to water. Yeah. But it's, you need to be ready and willing and wanting to change, or else you're still going to stay in your pity party and blame everybody else but yourself. Yeah. And I think it all comes back to us and the commitment and the decision to actually want to change.
2: Yeah. And I think a huge thing for me as well was I was always. Um, waiting to be ready before I made a change. Like, you know, it's, it's like saying that you wanted to be fit and healthy before you joined the gym. You know, it was that sort of like mentality. It's like, I've got to be prepared for this thing. But the, probably the biggest thing I've realized this year is like, you're never going to be ready for something you haven't experienced you know like i said to you earlier mm. it's like having a baby like until you have one you don't know what that experience and that change is going to yeah. bring um so i think you know i've been sitting on the sidelines of my life for such a long time waiting to be ready and taking notes and preparing um it hasn't been until you know these last sort of few months that i really got in the game and started practicing what i've learned actually stepping out um that all that has changed for me because you know until you actually start doing it you have yeah you
1: weren't telling the universe you were ready
2: no and then also I think as well like something that you've got to be aware as if once you are in the game like then you're in the testing grounds too like you know the, the commitment of what you say you want starts to show up and mm. that there will be challenges and obstacles along the way you know it's never going to be an easy process necessarily to get off the comfort couch and you know out of your comfort zone like you know but in doing so and yourself wrong, mm. um, every single time and, you know, overcoming those, those hurdles, um, you just, yeah, it just yeah. creates so much magic.
1: One of my mottos for this year was getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> and that was, you know, I remember listening to a podcast with another coach, um, the life coach school podcast. And she talked a lot about, you know, it, it actually was about a little bit about health to begin with, but. About getting uncomfortable, like getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, and that was that period of when you decide you want to binge eat, mm. <laughs> or you're eating to avoid an emotion. You are uncomfortable for a short period of time before that passes, mm. and so I utilize that in not only my health journey but also my business journey. Mm. That it's going to get uncomfortable. You just need to be comfortable with that. Mm. And that sounds random, yeah, but it is going to be awkward and there's going to be times where you're going to be scared and there's going to be times where you get on a Facebook Live and you're shitting yourself yeah. and there's going to be times where you're putting out content or launching a new program that you like I don't know if anybody's ever going to sign up Yeah. but until you get comfortable with that uncomfortableness mm. if that's even a word yeah. um, that's where the change starts to happen and that's where the growth starts to happen is because you are taking the action
2: mm. right, yeah.
1: and moving forward Yeah. It's that's massive so I mean we can sit here and talk for hours about you know our past and yeah. what <laughs> has led us here yeah. but now because it is the first of January it's mm-hmm. really important that we talk about what 2018 is going to be for us so mm-hmm. tell me you've talked about lessons and you've talked about things that have created an epic 2017 what's going to happen for you in 2018
2: so I think You know, 2017 was really all about setting me up to take the action and 2018 is the year of action. It's the year that I actually start to step into what I've been brainstorming and creating and um, preparing for. So Yeah, planning. (laughs) Um, So yeah, obviously that starts um, in two weeks with my five-day empowerment challenge. Um, Leading on from there, I'm uh, having a seven-week empowerment program. And yeah, just continuing to invest in myself in that process as well. Um building my toolkit so that I can further support others through their transformation mm. as well. So we're always learning. Yes. Yeah. You're always a student, that's the thing. We're never we're never done. Like if you want an extraordinary life, we have to commit to being a student
1: always. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Yes, yep. thanks, Tony. <laughs> awesome. So we obviously, like, what I the biggest thing I wanted to get across today in today's podcast is being able to really plan mm-hmm. because I think one of the biggest things we both did in 2017 or 2016 leading into 2017 was setting a plan in place because so much of our lives can be all about creating dreams and visions we have vision mm. boards and that's all good and well, but unless you take the action and mm. actually make a plan of exactly how that action is going to play out mm. um, with being flexible... Nothing happens. Mm. We can sit there and we can look at it and we can write all our p- all our goals down, but unless we actually make a plan on how that's going to work, mm. it gets us nowhere. Yeah. So, how do you go about planning for your year? Uh, so for me, last year, um,
2: yeah, that, that whole year, I didn't necessarily have. A set plan but I really had a strong intention of who I wanted to be so for me that was quite a unique year because like I said other years I'd had like visions goals didn't have a plan around it but last year was more about like who I wanted to be so I was just sort of following my intuition with that and as each experience unfolded I just committed to that so that was quite a unique um year for me i think moving ahead to next year um i probably have a lot more of an actionable plan in place and i think for me it's really about being specific about the end goal and what you want to achieve and then also breaking it down into actionable steps mm-hmm. as well because that's the thing if you don't have achievable actionable steps that you're actually not going to reach your end goal so for me it's definitely about doing that and making it really measurable and achievable as well i think previous years like i said my new year's resolutions read more like a bucket list or a to-do list um, picking one domain of your life that will create the most change that creates a domino effect for the rest of the areas Mm. of your life is quite huge as well. So, um, for me heading into this year, it's more about like my career and mission. So for me, that's the huge thing that's going to domino the rest of my areas of my life. Um, and yeah, so I think just, yeah, keeping it more simplified and and focused. So you have that laser focus on what
1: is the main thing you want to change. And sometimes it's creating that plan around it to make it simple because Mm. so much of the time we have these big goals and you're like how yeah we're so focused on the how Mm. but which we do need to be aware of but sometimes being open to other opportunities and being flexible on how you're going to get there Mm. because you know I'm all an advocate for planner but then planning but then also being flexible along the way yeah so without you know we break it right down to make it simple so we know what our next best step is yeah but then there's got to be somewhere in the middle there's got to be open to the universe yeah working it's magic
2: and i think that's a lot of the times why we stop is because we look at the big goal and we're like oh i don't even know how i'm going to get there that's so scary that's so huge it looks so far away but when you actually like start there and then break it down right back to where you are now you can actually see the small steps that are going to lead you there yes and that's huge because like when you actually break it down into small steps you're like oh I I could definitely take that small step that's Mm. not scary and then once you take that step then that leads you on to
1: the next one so having that daily consistent action yeah Because sometimes it's not one big step. No. It's all the small little steps along the way. It's the consistency. It's showing up for your goals on a daily basis. It's deciding today that I'm not going to let that little voice tell me I'm too tired. Yeah. It's deciding that I have the energy. Because even though you know you may have worked for the last eight hours you've still got to put out Mm. that other bit of content so you've still got to work towards creating that so whatever it is for you and what your goals Mm. are it's important to break it down so that you make it simple for yourself because it's in those times where you tell yourself it's difficult is where you give up
2: yeah and you know this is um something that i've really held on to this year as well is like are you going to commit to your excuses or the results like which one are you going to commit to? Because you can't have both. Yeah, you're either fighting for your limitations or you're fighting for what's possible. So both take an equal, if not more amount of energy to fight for your limitations than it does to actually just take the action. Yeah. So you may as well just expend the energy that you're using to say why
1: you can't to make it possible. Yeah, awesome. So my big motto for this year is step in. Yeah. That's mine, to step (laughs) in to take the action to launch that to do this to whatever Mm. that might be step into my speaking career step into um my events career like whatever Mm. it might be so my obviously i've got massive goals for this year which are continuing on with my programs to continue on to coach as many people as i can but then also to to create some cool events to create some um to to launch my speaking career i think Mm. i think one of the biggest things but also to continue to help as many people as I can along their journey of creating impactful businesses in this in this realm because yeah so many more people need to come to focus on achieving their vision and achieving their mission and their purpose of why they're here Mm. because if we do that and learn to become better versions of ourselves then the rest of the world will start showing up as well
2: yeah and that's always been um, something that I've been hugely passionate and advocate for is that the more people that are living in their purpose and living from the space that I only have realised is possible this year um, the more that creates a ripple effect for everybody Mm. else like if everybody was living their true joy of course that's going to have a huge impact on the world. So yeah, it's just reaching reaching those people and in being the example. Sometimes like you don't know who you're reaching. You don't know by taking that change and making those steps who you're going to inspire to do the same thing. Like people are always watching. Always. And something I heard ages ago was, um, I, and I can't remember who said it, but it was something like, um, if you don't, um, if if you don't make that change for yourself, like you don't know who. You might have inspired to do the same thing, and like you're basically doing them a disservice because they might not start if if you don't.
1: Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Really love that. Beautiful. So, is there any is there anything that you would say for anyone that's listening mm-hmm. today? Anything that you would say going into 2018? Uh, what What advice would you have for them walking into a new year and who have not found their purpose yet? I think in exactly the same way as I guess I
2: approached 2017, like, it's it's really okay not to know. I think society puts so much pressure on us finding that one thing and knowing that. And, you know, some people, you know, are fortunate enough to come out the womb knowing that they're going to be a doctor, you know what I mean? Like, some people know that early yeah. and, um, you know, they're sort of like, um, I think Elizabeth Gilbert um, did this TED talk and she described them as the um, woodpeckers, like the ones that know their goal and they're just peck, 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 peck straight as a line they know exactly how to get there and then there's people like me in the past who um what she described as a hummingbird so it's like you're you know floating over here and you're experiencing something so that you can kind of get an understanding of what that looks like for you and then floating over to this other flower and experiencing that and both are equally as important in society because you know innovation comes from that cross-pollination from from the hummingbird so if you don't know it's okay so i would just really advise to follow what makes you happy because the following the breadcrumbs of joy really does lead you to where you need to be and it may not make sense at the time because I think for ages I was so sure of all the things I liked but I just could not see the through line and I couldn't see the umbrella of how they all fit together because I hadn't experienced it yet Mm -hmm. so like I said in going to the bridge at the start of the year and in being that was something that joyfully felt like a yes when I experienced that they all fell into place because I was like oh this is what it is and then all these other things that I'd like you know content creation photography you know writing creating you know videos um, helping people supporting people all those sort of things all suddenly just fell in under one umbrella and it just all made sense why I had been drawn to all of those different things that all looking at them individually don't Mm. make a lot of sense and didn't feel like the right thing for me But yeah, I would just say follow your joy and just let go of the stress of trying to find that out and also eliminate I don't know from your vocabulary because if you're saying I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, it eliminates even the possibility of you finding out. So eliminate I don't know, follow your joy and just work on yourself and work on what you need to change in order to be the container for when that vision comes to you or that you know magic moment comes when when it, you
1: figure it out that you're ready for it and you can actually start taking action amazing love it love every second of that and i don't think there's anything more that needs to be said than all of those like seriously that was mm-hmm. that was really well brought together so yep. thank you
0: no worries thank you for having me again my pleasure thank you for an awesome and I hope
1: your 2018 is as epic as I know it's going to be I cannot wait to to be part of this journey with you so thank you so Uh, much for your insights today
2: thank you and I look forward to collaborating together in 2018 and yeah it's just amazing to have support like you on this journey so I really appreciate you and thank you
1: I
0: appreciate you too so thank you so much and happy new
2: year yes happy new year guys
0: Thank you for listening and i hope you enjoyed today's episode of the next level life podcast i'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode so please share with me on instagram and facebook and if you feel so moved please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it looking forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level